Hello and welcome back to Practicing Human, the podcast where every day we're getting a little better at life. I am your host, Corey Mascara, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about the power of kindness and acts of kindness and the very interesting research that shows that there's a specific right way to do kindness that is more beneficial for your well-being. More to come on that insight in a moment, but first, let's settle in together with the sound of the bells. So, at the time of recording this, we are experiencing a pandemic, and this is impacting different people in different ways, but many of us find ourselves at home, spending more time with ourselves than usual, and at the very least, spending less time with others. And sometimes what can happen with this is we get stuck with our own self-centeredness or our own self-orientation. Not that that's necessarily a bad thing. Spending time with yourself and making friends with yourself and learning about yourself can be extremely powerful. Heck, I spent six months in silence doing just that, really focusing on my own experience, learning about my mind, my emotions, sensations, what it means to be human. And it not only connected me to myself, but also a shared sense of humanity. So I'm a big fan of having alone time and using that beneficially. But we are social creatures. We've evolved in tribes, and we've also evolved to feel good when we're taking care of other people, helping other people, and sharing kindness with other people. And Kindness is an interesting thing because it simultaneously takes you out of yourself and also builds up your sense of self. So think about it when you offer an act of kindness to someone, even just holding a door open for someone. You're more focused on their well-being than your own well-being. You're, you're taking your attention off of yourself and on to another person. But at the same time, following that act of kindness, you often feel better about yourself. Perhaps even a sense of pride of being an altruistic, caring person. Of course, there can be toxic forms of kindness where we might offer something to another person or do something for another person, but we're really expecting something in return and we're frustrated when we don't get the response that we wanted. That really isn't kindness. It's actually antithetical to kindness, which is more of a, a genuine, pure wish for another person's well-being, which is something that can take some practice. I think we have a lot of self-orientation connected to our usual forms of kindness, expecting some sort of reciprocity, and it almost becomes uh, transactional then. But the research does show that people who report a greater interest in helping others an inclination to act pro-socially, or just intentions to perform altruistic behaviors, are more likely to rate themselves as happy. 
So this isn't just grandmother wisdom. There's science to support this. So how do we do it? Should we just start doing random acts of kindness for other people? The answer to that is a bit complicated. It's a yes and. So I'll share a fascinating study with you led by Sonia Libramirsky. What they did was ask a number of students to perform five acts of kindness per week over the course of six weeks. And the acts could be spread out over the week or all five could be done in one day. Those were the two options. And these acts of kindness were behaviors that benefit other people or make others happy, usually at some cost to oneself. So it could be like donating blood or helping a friend with an exam, visiting a relative, writing a thank you note to a professor. Again, this was a college context. And then there was a control group for the study. And, and this was just a separate group of people who were studied, but they weren't receiving the intervention. They were just measured for the happiness levels before the study began and after the study began with nothing changing in between. So six weeks later, what do we expect? The ones that didn't do the intervention, the control group, they didn't see a change in their happiness. In fact, overall, the happiness went down. And not surprisingly, those that went through the intervention that were practicing the acts of kindness every week for six weeks, they did experience a significant increase in their well-being. But it was only an evident increase for those who practiced the five acts of kindness in a single day. Those who spread them out throughout the week had similar results to the control group that did not receive the intervention. So this is kind of interesting, no? There were some theories about why this might happen. The researchers believe that since these random acts of kindness are, they tend to be smaller, when you spread them out over the course of a week, they don't feel too different than what your normal acts of kindness might be throughout the week. So it's, it's negligible in its impact. But when you combine them all into one day, there is a really clear sense that, oh yeah, I, I did something today. I really took care of other people. I didn't focus so much on myself. I was more altruistic, more compassionate. You feel the impact in a way that you wouldn't typically feel when you're helping out a friend or you make a phone call with someone, all of which feels good in the moment, but doesn't feel significantly different than your day-to-day. -day. Unless you're never doing kind things, then maybe one event per day would feel significant. So I found this, this study very fascinating to me. It's stuck with me over the years, and it does tend to inform how I think about kindness. Now, this is not to say that you you should only be kind if you can pack all of the kindness into like a four-hour period on a Friday afternoon so that you could get all the happiness benefits out of it. I think focusing too much on that could get in the way of the benefits of kindness because then it really becomes like a self-oriented kind of practice. But as a, an, an isolated intervention that we might do over a six-week period, it might be powerful to explore what is it like to condense five acts of kindness into a single day once a week for six weeks. These don't have to be really big acts of kindness. They could be more simple things like calling a friend and asking how they're doing, especially if you know they're going through something difficult. 
It could be offering a slightly bigger tip to the delivery person. It could be offering 5 or $10 to someone's GoFundMe page that you see randomly on Facebook. It could be sending a thank you note to someone that uh, did something for you many years ago that you never got to fully thank. There are lots of creative ways to think about kindness. And since many of us are, are at home right now in shelter in place, it can be a, a powerful way to take us out of ourselves and start thinking about others, especially those that might be driving us kind of crazy. But it doesn't have to extend just to the people around you. This can be a virtual experience that you do over the phone, over Zoom, through an email or a handwritten letter. Get creative with it. But my challenge to you is at some point this week, and heck, why not even try it today? Think of five acts of kindness you can do and then see how you feel at the end of the day. If you really want to take it a step further, do it once a week for six weeks and then at the end, evaluate. How do you feel after doing that? And is that something you'd like to integrate more into your life? Kindness is powerful and it not only benefits other people, but it benefits you as well. So, As always, thank you for your practice. I'll talk to you soon. Have some fun with this and take care. Hey, before you go, if you'd like some free resources, you could text your email address to plus one six three one three three seven eight two nine eight. And you'll get an automated email with a bunch of different meditations, book recommendations, and app recommendations. It's a great way to continue and and build out a meditation practice or just learn more about the topics that we're talking about on this podcast. And also, if you want to kickstart your random act of kindness, a review on iTunes goes a really long way for us getting this podcast out there and continuing to build our platform. Reviews are the first thing people often look at when they're searching for podcasts. So even though it might seem like a small thing to you, it's actually quite a big thing in the world of uh, growing a podcast. And it means a lot to me. I read all of them and I'm grateful for all of them. I'm touched by all of them. So uh, in my eyes, this would count as an act of kindness that I would get to be a recipient of. That would make me feel good and special. So thank you. I appreciate your time, your presence, your practice. I'll talk to you soon and take care.